Welcome to the special edition of Home and Place podcast, recorded May 2019 in Brooklyn, New York, as part of the anniversary celebration for EDRA 50. That's the Environmental Design Research Association's 50th anniversary conference. I'm your host, Nicole Kane. For these special edition EDRA 50 episodes, we're shortening the usual podcast format of 30 minutes and instead sharing 10-minute interviews with lecturers or compiled micro-interviews with poster presenters. The response to this podcast was heartwarming, and I'm sorry I was not able to record all of the researchers interested in sharing their work during the conference. However, good news is that is exactly why I created Home in Place podcast, to share the amazing work of built environment professionals who have a passion for place. So if you're an Edraite, which is a member of Edra, send me an email and we can schedule a virtual recording. Visit my website to listen to all podcast episodes, see pictures from Edra 50, and find my contact information. Visit homeandplacepodcast.com. This episode was recorded on location in Brooklyn, New York at the Edra 50 conference, so please pardon any background noise. Now, on with the show. There we go. Thank you. Thank you both so much for joining me on the podcast. So we are here in Brooklyn at the Environmental Design Research Association Conference, and it's yes. the 50th anniversary, yes. and you are joining me from Japan, yes. and I'm very, very happy that you're here and going to be talking with me today. And so I would like for both of you to introduce yourselves, please, as we get started. My name is Kenshin Ishino, and I'm a physician in Japan. And I graduated university in Tokyo. And uh, now, about uh, three, 30 years ago, I go, went back to my district, my city, and starting many kinds of um, medical services, and now the welfare services also. Mm. At the beginning of my city, um, the Asian people is not so much. The percentage percent is eighteen percent and then now the thirty-five percent. Mm. Incredible increasing. Mm-hmm. But the the people living in the old houses and they have uh, some they have uh, many kinds of disease or handicap. Yeah. But the 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 system in social system is not go well. So I have to do every day for the every patient how to live safety. So yes. Yeah, and and that's how you came to Edra, right? You're looking at how the built environment can affect that safety and independence as an aging well. Yeah. Thank you. We're gonna come back to your project, but can you introduce yourself? Yes, Uh, my name is Aya Yoshikawa. I am postdoctoral research associate at the Center for Population Health and Aging in Texas A&M mm-hmm. University. And I'm very excited to be here. I joined this project the year 2017 as an interdisciplinary project. Actually, I'm from a public health mm-hmm. field, okay. so I'm okay. not in architect field. Ah. So it's more like a collaboration project. Yeah. This one, it's happened from this my. Uh, advisor in, uh, advised me to just join this project. It might be very exciting because I have background in geography, yes. so space yes. and place. You no, know, it's very you know, big you know, kind of topic. Mm-hmm. So I just became very interested in it. When I went geography de- um, degree, I was doing aging place uh, kind of thing. So I was doing dissertation for this. I took some data in Japan. 
So I became more interested in the aging issue and now in the public health I try to focus on my health, especially in the aging population. So environment, environment, how it affects health is very important. So I became very interested in this. Now here it is, I joined this team. It's very interesting project as I'm so excited about how oh, it goes. It's perfect, yeah. yeah. So did you join the team after the project had already been started? It's already started in this do you remember what when which year this project started? Two thousand mm. Three years ago. And three years ago. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm not from architecture either. Oh really? No, okay. no. And it, public health is a perfect fit. Oh, it's yes. absolutely perfect. Yes. Oh, I'm so delighted. Um, so let's talk about this project. We keep kind of circling around the big project we're going to talk about. Um, but it it sounds like it stemmed from your 30 years as a physician and seeing these problems over and over and seeing that we have an aging population increasing in numbers also. Mm -hmm. So from 18% to 32% yes. um, older adult population in Japan. And, and how, how can you as a physician help to support your community? Mm -hmm. And this seed of an idea was born. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about this project a little? Yes. In <clears throat> the people has a handicap with some kinds of chronic disease mm -hmm. in aging. And, and uh, the house in the, mm, the house is getting very old. Mainly in Japan, there are many detached houses, but there are many barriers in the house. Mm -hmm. And the medical services, in, in generally, in old time, the patient has to go to hospital, but the, right. now, the right. many people living in old adults can't go to hospital. So the, the medical service is getting changed. We have to go to their residence mm -hmm. house. Yes. I completely agree. So, yes. <laughs> so yeah. there is a very good place mm -hmm. near my hospital. Mm -hmm. So I want to make some good um, community. Yeah. Yes. So this is a reason yeah. to start yes. this project. Yeah, so yes. that, that's the reason. So yes. you're seeing that we want to keep people in their homes and we need to meet them where they are, yes. in their homes, yes. rather than the care being yes. solely in the yes. hospital. And so that was the seed of the idea for the project. So there's land that is available by your hospital, yes. that's correct. And the um, I saw the design plans yesterday at your presentation and they are stunning. And what I love so much about this is that it not only does it involve all of this evidence-based research on how we function as humans but how we function intergenerationally as well mm -hmm. this is not a ccrc as, as we call them here this is not a you know independent or just assisted living this is a true intergenerational community mm -hmm. and there are multiple and it's supported as well and so what i mean by that is there are services on site for older adults kind of like um it, it reminded me I don't know if you use this term, but it reminded me of the village model or yeah, NORC SSP. Exactly. Yes, okay, good. It reminded me a lot of that. Um, so could you talk a little about the, the site and how you've laid it out? And, um, and what I love, too, is the thoughtfulness with where the wind is blowing and where the sun is shining to look at passive solar and, um, and passive cooling. 
but you don't have to talk about that part if you don't want to. Yeah, but Just I think social aspects. Yes, yeah, we, we like to, but the problem is I'm in the public health, and a bunch of folks in Brazil, well, they are coming from architecture. Talk about public health then, because yeah, yeah. that's important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot uh, describe that there are lots of de design concepts and stuff like yeah. that. Well, the, the wind yeah. thing, I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. Yes. So I, that was that was. But really I think cool. its location is very important as yeah. well, and it's how, yeah. just as you mentioned, it's intergenerational. Mm -hmm. I, I must say this, um, like young generation, older generation, as we come together in a way. In the old day in Japan, we used to be like that, but nowadays we are like separately living, mm -hmm. and it's good in a way because sometimes older people don't want to rely on younger people because they want to be independent. Mm -hmm. They want to feel you know, autonomy as well. But at the same time, physically, mentally, it's like, uh, you know, getting weaker and weaker. It's, it's no way you can just live alone and separate and detached from this other. So I think Dr. Nishino is a good, you know, make, made a point already. It's, it's very important to not to be detached, not be isolated, to be together. In a way, in public health um, perspective, I would say, I, I read about this in the U.S., they have intervention uh, AARP mm -hmm. has this like, cope uh, kind of in, uh, intervention with young uh, children, like school children, and old adults uh, learn together, and this improvement, the cognitive improvement of old adults after this tutoring experiences. Mm -hmm. And the younger kids, uh, you know, it decrease their absentees and all these things. So, you know, both sides, I, I hope we have like a win-win situation in a way. Yeah. It's using this intergenerational. Absolutely, and there's so much literature to support that. You look yes. at, you know, the, the loneliness epidemic, exactly. right? You know, we have the oldest generation and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, young teenagers, which report the most uh, likelihood of loneliness. Mm -hmm. And so connecting those generations. Exactly. And then we think, how can the built environment help to facilitate mm -hmm. that? How can we design to help encourage those intergenerational interactions? Yes. Okay, so on your site, tell me about how it's laid out. So mm -hmm. we have, um, and I'm trying to remember from the pictures from yesterday, but there is, um, there, are they townhomes or are they apartments? We have um, kind of in, independent living, but it's just, you know, regular homes, so anyone's able to live there. Uh, but the the really wonderful thing is that they're all universally designed mm -hmm. so that truly anyone can live there. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to look for some sort of modified or adapted home if you have mobility needs. So you're able to, to move in. But then also on site, you do have more formalized care. So there is an assisted living on site. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes, there are many kinds of issues. The one is uh, the function of the living state. Yeah. Yes, so the in independent people want to do very free circum environment. Mm -hmm. But the, the people suffered from some handicap. They need help. And they, so if the many kinds of mm, need help, they can live along with joy. Yeah. Yes, so, and the, the second one is uh, economy. So the detached house, keeping detached house, needs a lot of money. Yeah. So, and many kinds of barriers. Yeah. So the, some people have to assist the point. Yeah. So, and the third one is uh, enjoyment, pleasure. The people have to need many kinds of pleasure. But in, when they live alone, they can have the the pleasure environment yeah. and for good food, good shopping. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah, and nature. And nature, the, the, yeah, the, the of course. The site is beautiful. Nature. And there's this mountain or hill right mm. behind the site. Is that yes. right? Oh, it's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, and so, so access to nature, socialization, community, economy, yes. Um, yes. connectedness. Yes, and the, the force is, uh, <coughs> excuse me, force is uh, reducing population in Japan. So AI or IoT is developing now to help the reduced population. For example, GPS or some kinds of mm, safety equipment of mm, AI. Right, AI, so artificial yes, intelligence yes, and yes. IoT Internet of so Things. Face right. recognition yeah. and mm -hmm. cashless mm -hmm. and uh, yes, many. Mm -hmm. So it is needed to make new community. Yeah. This point is needed, necessary. And the third is, the uh, next one is uh, safety of, from safety of medical and health promotion is necessary. So there are many, many medicines in, Je in US and Japan, but uh, sometimes not so effective. So the, it is too late to have a severe disease. So I um, need a lot of money. So in conclusion, the prevention and health promotion is exactly better. So I'm a physician, so I want to do some support yeah. about it. Thank you so yes. much. So how can people find out more about your site? Do you have a website that you'd like to share? or um, an email contact that they can reach out to you yes, with? Yes, it's getting increased. Mm -hmm. mm. So where can they go to look for information? Is it on the Texas A&M site? Um, I think it's very, um, I don't think, website is not project website. Yeah, we don't think we have the website right now not at this moment. No problem, yeah. but if people email me, if they're listening and they want to learn more, exactly. they can email me and I can connect sure, them with you. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Uh, definitely, I think I will ask Susan, sorry, Susan mm -hmm. as yeah. well. I'm interested in She might have some website over there mm -hmm. in the architecture side. Absolutely. She's a key person. Yeah. She is. Yes. She is. Yeah. And we're talking about Susan Rodick, <laughs> who so I've true. done another interview with. Yeah. So go back and look at Access to Nature. Mm -hmm. yes. So Texas A&M is a powerhouse for research. They're amazing. <laughs> Them out. But I, I am yeah. a member of American Horticulture Therapy Association. The Horticulture mm -hmm. Therapy yes, Association. Yes, yeah. in 12 years mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. So I speak about the connection, yeah. the need, the um, importance about the nature to human, yeah. all the adults. Yeah. Speaking about it in these 10 years. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. So in this project, the nature is necessary. Yeah. Thank you both so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the special edition of Home and Place podcast, recorded May 2019 in Brooklyn, New York, as part of the anniversary celebration for EDRA 50, the Environmental Design Research Association's 50th anniversary conference. I'm your host, Nicole Kane founder of Home and Place Project. I'm an independent researcher and consultant focused on residential universal design and person-centered analysis of the built environment. My educational background is in occupational therapy, environmental gerontology, and I'm currently back in school studying community planning with an interest in creating aging-friendly communities. 
To connect, collaborate, or just learn more about me and my work, visit my website, homeandplaceproject.com. As we wrap up, I wanted to share a brief overview of EDRA. From their literature, the mission of EDRA is to provide a collaborative, multidisciplinary community to connect theory, research, teaching, and practice to recognize, create, and advocate for environments that are responsive to diverse human needs. EDRA is committed to equity, inclusion, and respect for all persons. On a personal note, I adore EDRA and feel as if I've truly found my people here. If you're interested in learning more about this organization, visit their website, edra.org, E-D-R-A.org. Happy 50th anniversary, EDRA. Where will the next 50 years take us? Finally, a special thanks to Delia of Northfield, Minnesota for composing and performing this original music. Take us home, Delia. Delia.